0: All right. Hello there, small group leaders. I hope you guys are doing great. Uh, We are uh, going into week three of the Philemon series. Uh, Philemon. uh, (laughs) Philemon. So many different pronunciations of it. But um, I am sitting here with Bethany Lay, and we are going to discuss some of the questions that we received for this week and uh, in regards to Pastor Sean's sermon this past Sunday. And so we're just going to jump right in. Thanks, Bethany, for hanging out and discussing this with me. No problem. So uh, question one, we'll, uh, we actually have two questions that we're going to try to work our way through. Okay. And uh, But this is number one here. It says, does genuine forgiveness always include reconciliation? In other words, can a Christian genuinely forgive someone and choose not to make an effort to restore the relationship. And so the... Um, is forgiveness and reconciliation synonymous with, with one another? Right. Uh, which kind of bleeds into the other question that we're going to address. Mm-hmm. Which I guess I can just say the question and then we can kind of just discuss both of those. And mm-hmm. um, and so this, the second question really is if you're... Uh, if there's a relationship in your life where um you've been offended by someone and it's this volatile relationship and we touched on this a little bit last week, Pastor Sean and I did. Uh but it's not uh the relationship is not there for you to pursue reconciliation. Uh, what does forgiveness look like in, in that situation? Mm-hmm. Um and so um and so I think we probably need to have a some sort of definition for what forgiveness is and some sort of definition for what reconciliation is. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's times where uh, reconciliation is is just not possible mm-hmm. at all. And mm-hmm. I think we probably could all tell stories uh, of relationships that we have that we're, we've either been the ones that have sinned against the person or they've sinned against us, and it's just there's this... It would almost be inappropriate for us to reconcile in our relationship right.
1: um well, and we have to remember too it takes two people to reconcile yeah. so you can't force the other person to change yeah. you can't force the other person to forgive you can only do what you can do you can only change your own behavior and so for me a lot of it is a heart issue what is my heart towards this whole thing um because i can't speak for the other person I have to just make sure that between myself and God and that other person, I've done everything I can do to live at peace with all men.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's good. The, so, what would you say if we were giving, <clears throat> if we were trying to make forgiveness uh, some some it 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 gets to the the heart of the matter. What does our heart look like before the Lord and and t- toward a brother and sister in Christ, or toward an unbeliever that has offended us and they don't see their offense against us, Mm -hmm. what would you say are are some some little practical steps that we could apply uh, to promote having a forgiving spirit Mm -hmm. um, towards someone?
1: Um, One thing that I've always thought through is forgiving someone is choosing not to hold the offense over their head anymore. Mm -hmm. So it would be making a choice to say, um, I'm not going to keep this record of wrong. I'm not going to bring it up every time we talk. Um, I'm not going to hold this over their head. And so it's making that choice. And that choice comes sometimes minute by minute, depending on how deep the hurt is. It's not just a... I'm going to just check this off and be done. Um, But it's making a a specific choice. And so for me, um, a practical thing that I even did at one point was if I was alone, I would even say, just stop thinking that, you know, I would tell myself, just let it go, just verbally say, let it go so that you're constantly making that choice to let it go.
0: Yeah, I think that's good. Like the song. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. Did that pop in your too head? Too bad Sean's not here to yeah. sing it for yeah. us, right? <laughs> um, the, well, one of the things we were talking about before we were recording, too, was um, that 70 times 70 principle. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think a misunderstanding we have is that uh, us forgiving someone, or at least being, right, forgiveness, uh, its you can't really distribute forgiveness to someone who doesn't think they need to be forgiven, mm-hmm. but you can... Uh, honor the lord by being in a posture of forgiveness mm-hmm. if that offender comes to you to reconcile or to ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. and so it it's um um and so the, it, it, sometimes we look at god's ways um forgive because you've been forgiven mm-hmm. Uh, that seems restrictive. Don't you know the hurt that I've experienced, Lord? Don't you know this? Don't you know that? Mm-hmm. What we don't realize is God's ways for us really are for our good. Mm-hmm. And so when we're glorifying God and being a people that um, refuse to become bitter, mm-hmm. that's profitable for our souls, mm-hmm. that's profitable for our well being. Mm-hmm. And so. So it's 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 good to ensure that if there's this relationship in our life that can't be reconciled, we at least need to be right in our relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. um, and be in a in a posture where we could be ready to receive that person if God grants them repentance, and that's good for us, mm-hmm. even if that never happens. Um, and forgiveness, uh, the seventy times seven seven principle that. Uh, we were discussing uh, the the misconception is uh, forgiveness, and that one time and I'm done, and that's all it takes. And so sometimes we may think there's a deficiency in our forgiveness because it's like, well, man, is there something wrong with me because I said that I forgave them or I thought that I forgave them, but today I'm really struggling with, so I'm I'm there must be something wrong with me and. Um, And that's probably not the most helpful way to look at it as much as forgiveness for us is it is this discipline of self-control to honor the Lord in the way that you think and interact with the person that's offended you. Mm -hmm. And if that relationship isn't there, it's think uh, the way that you think and talk about the person that's Mm -hmm. not there. Right. And which is I'm not going to slander that person. I'm not going to gossip about that person. I'm not going to brood and and. And hope for the worst for that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to uh, choose to pray for that person, not in a I hope they get what's coming, but mm-hmm. man, God, I I thank you for creating them. I, I thank you that they were created in your image. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray that uh, primarily that if they don't know you, that they would come to know you, and it would be my joy to restore the relationship. If it's your will for me to restore the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so thinking through it in that way, Mm -hmm. rather than, um, uh, constantly, um, looking at yourself as a victim of that Mm -hmm. person and how they've wronged you. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Well, and I think to speak to the first question, too, um, I don't think that all relationships are going to be restored and reconciled, even if that's what you want. Well, probably restored more than reconciled, because um, trust has been hurt in that relationship. There's going to have to take a lot of time and effort to rebuild what was there. And sometimes even just life circumstances don't provide for that time, for that restoration, and... Um, And so that can be a struggle. Um, But then there are other times where that will be possible. Um, One person I had a very hard time forgiving was my father. And he and I reconciled and I forgave him long before we ever restored our relationship Mm. because I had moved away from him. And so there really wasn't an opportunity to have a whole lot of restoration. But in that cir- circumstance, God provided for me to move back to be in the same area with Him. And then the restoration came. So um, for me, it's important to just know I've made the choice to forgive this person. I take every thought captive when the hurt comes back. And I and don't will. let it, and it will yeah. over and over. And I don't let that rule me. And um, whether or not the relationship res- is restored is has a lot of other things that are implicated into it, like location, time, season of life, all of that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's good. The, so it, it may be profitable for us to think through um, <coughs> discipline, or uh, forgiveness on our end of things mm-hmm. as a, a sort of spiritual discipline, like, mm-hmm. I, I do need to be spiritually disciplined right. to... Uh, to be a forgiving person, mm-hmm. um, and that's gonna—I mean, on a daily basis, really, right? You're you're um, uh, forgiving for major offenses, but there's also a lot of minor offenses that happen just in the grind of mm-hmm. being a broken person around other broken people. That in that moment, you can t- you can either latch on to things that are offensive to you and become bitter, or you can say, "Love covers a multitude of sins," and I'm gonna I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. uh extend love and grace over that mm-hmm. uh, transgression that that person may not even realize that they have committed against me. Right. Um,
1: one thing that I've been studying as I've been doing the Armor of God class is um, a comment that one of the authors made in that as we grow in our security in Christ, as we understand more and more um, what He did for us and where we stand for Him, we will find that we are offended so far less often because as we're becoming like Christ and we find our security in Him, we're not looking for security in what people think Mm and what people say. We are offended so much less of the time. And so for me, it it does come back to when we really understand the gospel, one, we can forgive because we have a heart of forgiveness, but two, there will be so much less to forgive because we're not... Um, focused on our own hurts and our own security. Yeah,
0: that's really good. The, I think another piece to that too is the um, r- giving more consideration to we're transgressors mm-hmm. as well. Like mm-hmm. we're people that ha- uh, we're, we ourselves are offenders. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean and I t- touched on this a little bit briefly, but... Um, And and I think that's a mark of spiritual maturity. Like, I see Romans 7 toward the end there. There's multiple viewpoints on on this, but some people say this was Paul talking about himself when he was unconverted, and I don't think that that's what's happening. I think Paul is uh, looking at his own heart from a spiritually mature perspective mm-hmm. and he's aware of the sinfulness in his own heart and his mind. And that's mm-hmm. what he's saying. That's why he's saying there's this war inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I think when we're a bit more aware of the war that's going on inside of us, mm-hmm. we tend to extend gr- more grace to folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and when we, um, aren't aware of what's going on inside of us, it produces more of a self righteous in us. And, mm-hmm. and then that's where that kind of pharisaical, Mentality comes in the way that we engage in our relationships with other people. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and so, I, I think it's a almost a gift to be a bit more aware of our own sinfulness, not in a, uh, a, a, a this gloomy, depressing right. way, but but a, you know it needs to be coupled with the the promise. There's therefore now no condemnation mm-hmm. for those that are in Christ Jesus. But just having this sense of awareness of man, I. I know that people offend me, but I also offend other people. And mm-hmm. so I, I need to be a lot more generous in my relationships with people. And I know that my generosity in my relationships with people is ultimately pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let me, let me make one more or give one more comment and then we, mm-hmm. can, we can shut down. the uh, When Sean talks about uh, the church being an example of reconciliation, mm-hmm. why do you think that's so important?
1: I think because um, there are so many times in Scripture where Christ says, you know, they will know you by your love for one another. Mm -hmm. And so the whole idea of loving one another is not just to have peace within our community. It's to show... Um, those who aren't believers, what the gospel of Jesus Christ is and what it does. And so as we reconcile within our walls, we're to take that outside of the walls too, and to just show that love and that grace and that acceptance to people who are not part of our particular community of believers or even the universal church.
0: Yeah, that's good. I don't think anything needs to be added. (laughs) Bethany, thank you so much for joining the conversation. And small group leaders, thank you guys so much for everything that you do. Um, Remember, we on February 5th are going to three services, and that is small group kickoff as well. And so we are praying for you. And if there's anything that we can do uh, to just be an added support, please don't hesitate to let us know. And Lord willing, we'll see you this Sunday. Thanks.